Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro? Take The Sunday World, your daily dose of what's going on. Do not consume The Sunday World if you're involved in a drug cartel, you're a politician with something to hide, or you've appeared on a reality TV show and care about others' opinions. Consume The Sunday World responsibly. Always read the stories, gossip, and commentary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. His defence said he's been found not guilty. He should get his costs. The judges, Justice Tara Burns, when she made her judgment find him not guilty of the murder of David Byrne, she also made other findings as well of fact, including that Jared Hutch was a patriarchal figure within the Hutch organised crime group and secondly that he had control over the weapons used in the Regency Hotel. I'm Nicola Talent, and you're listening to Crime World, a podcast about criminals, drugs and the sins of the underworld in Ireland and across the globe. Jerry the Monk Hutch has failed in his court bid to recoup his massive legal costs from the Regency murder trial. The Special Criminal Court has refused his application, saying there was no unfairness by the state in bringing Hutch to trial over 52 days and that although he was acquitted, the court found he was involved in serious criminal conduct underlying the charges against him, and that he was the patriarchal figure in the Hutch organised crime group. Today I'm talking with Niall Donald about what options the monk has left in his bid to get back his trial bill of more than €500,000. And we ponder, should he appeal or simply quit while he's ahead? This is Crime World, a podcast from sundayworld.com. There's no, there is figures been put around of how much these legal costs would be, 500,000. Is that an underestimation, would you think? Well, two day trial. Yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously a reasonable estimation, you know. I mean, we can't really know, but I suppose they, they used to always say 10,000 a day. In, in the high court, did they not say a hundred? Well, they. I mean, it depends. How much it costs he's not going to. He's not going to bear the, the the state's costs. Mm-hmm. So he'd be bearing his own. Jerry Hutch obviously be yeah. paying for his own costs, but not for the state. Unlike in a civil case where if you lose, you pay the other persons as well. So that's what they're going on basically. Ten thousand a day, fifty two brings Something it up to like five hundred thousand. Yeah. So you know, I wonder, does that? What about the pre-trial? All the work that would have been gone through by the the um, certainly you know, like all that CCTV to go through and all the wor- the pre-trial work by the solicitors that was um, very solicitors. Yeah, I mean, look, exactly. We don't know. They certainly, whatever way it'll amount to, a lot more than you got paid for your 
52 days to cover the trial anyway. You can be sure of that. You don't know that, though. <laughs> no idea. I, well, I estimate. What little secret deal I have <laughs> no, going. No, no. And how much I actually got paid. You don't yeah. see me going yeah. off to the Bahamas, I suppose. So you no, kind of not do. regularly. Yeah, well, it's, look, it certainly was more than I got paid, more than you got paid, probably more than everybody in that courtroom yeah. got paid together. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Between cops and everybody else. But anyway, um, so look, the point is that he's failed in his bid for the legal costs in the Regency murder trial. The uh, his defence team went in there uh, this week to the court, to the special criminal court before the same judges who found him not guilty yeah. and asked for his money, yeah. uh, his costs, and they were refused. And um, we kind of reckoned that he was well, I mean, going to get it. but Yeah, I mean, it, it throws up the difference between the special criminal court and, a, and an ordinary jury court, really. In a jury court... You know, we can all, you can only ever guess why the jury made the decision they made because they just return a verdict of either guilty or not guilty. Yeah. And if somebody is found guilt or not guilty, in nearly all cases, you know, that's the starting point at which they probably get their costs or the majority of them. The difference in the special criminal court for Jerry Hutch is that there, as well as the verdict, there's a long judgment about why that verdict is 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 reached. And that judgment uh, has played a key role, really, in saying that that he should bear the costs of his own defence. Um, you know, the 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 the, the judges, Justice Tara Burns, when she made a when she made her judgment, finding him not guilty of the murder of David Byrne, she also uh, made other findings as well of fact, including that you know a couple of key ones that Jared Hutch was uh, the the patriarchal figure within the Hutch organised crime group yeah. and secondly that he had control over the weapons used in the Regency Hotel I'm sure Jerry at the time he was found not guilty that sort of stuff wasn't in his mind he walked out a free man what cost that but those things have now come back to haunt him mm. and basically his defence said um, he's been he's been found not guilty he should get his costs and the state said well he's been found not guilty but he has been uh, I actually looked up the pronunciation of this word oh. approbation which I mean is it not it to pay or something approbation I think it is Nicola A-P-P-R-O-B-A-T-I-O-N which kind of means basically it's it does not what they said was and we can check this pronunciation later Um it did not amount to an approbation of, of his actions effectively, which means that, you know, the, the not guilty verdict didn't mean he was utterly vindicated in everything that he did. Mm -hmm. And, in you know, in fact, they said that, that he, you know, there's reasons his, um, there, he hadn't been involved in criminal activity and therefore the prosecution was justified in being brought against him. Yeah. So now that's really, I suppose, where they would differ. Because um, I think from, you know, let's peel this back a little bit, I suppose. And, and, and I will say I was speaking to somebody who'd be close enough to Jerry Hutch and who has discussed this with him. So I have a bit of an idea where he's coming from on it. Yeah. But if we peel it back a little bit, when he's first charged along with Jonathan Dowdall, the two of them are facing murder charges. Yeah. They go and they, they, they 
take a legal case requesting that they're put before the ordinary courts and not the special criminal court. Yeah. Both of them do that. And that fails. Yeah. It's a, ju- fails. a judicial review, I think, isn't it, where they, they, they say that they're, that they, they're, it's, they're entitled to be heard for, by a jury of their peers and that wasn't successful ultimately. That wasn't successful. So they're put before the special criminal court essentially because of who they are. And because, look, in the end of the day, this was seen and is a gangland crime, uh, the murder of, of David Byrne. So they, you know, I suppose, let's say they had been allowed go to the ordinary courts. Their case would have started in the district court and made its way up. Yeah. Um, because any murder charge is too serious to be held in a district court, obviously. But at that level, um, before any trial would have happened, there would have been a kind of a pre-hearing when they could have, you know, given an idea of what the case against them was. Now, you do have to wonder if at that point the state had said the case against both of them at that point is we have these 10 hours of tapes. And, you know, if they detailed the fact that basically Jerry Hush didn't make any admissions during those 10 hours. Yeah. And also, Um, obviously, at that point, it would have arisen where the, the tapes are recorded. Yes. Which in this case was in a large part in Northern Ireland outside the jurisdiction. So that would have all sort of, you know, and you'd wonder if at that point, if that had have happened, would the case have gone ahead? Because there are certainly, um, I remember there was a certainly a, a case in the in the west of Ireland, uh, Sandra Collins, there was no body in relation. She's still a missing person and a local man was uh, placed on murder charges. But the case never, the trial never started because it was thrown out basically before it got underway because the judge deemed there wasn't enough evidence to yeah. go ahead with the trial. However, like the the other case would be that the, those sort of challenges are pretty much nearly everybody who comes, maybe not everybody, but mm. a lot of people who get brought on murder charges, these pre-hearing charges are brought out, seeking to get them struck out there. Quite rarely does it happen. Yeah. But certainly, the, you know, Mr. Hutch would make the case that he yeah. would have had it. He didn't get that chance. He didn't get that chance, I suppose. Yeah. But knowing now, I suppose, what we do of what the evidence was, mm. you know, and clearly the judgment yeah. states that there just simply wasn't the evidence that he was one of the shooters. No, but so. that's, but I suppose the, the, to give the opposite point of view, the the judgment would say that this evidence had to be tested in court and there was enough for it to be tested. Now, the fact that it was ultimately found wanting yeah. is a different matter. Mm-hmm. You can't know that in advance. In fact, you have to, for example, I think they really focused on Jonathan Dowdle in particular. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, his evidence wasn't accepted. And, you know, the, but in the judgment, they said you can't know that in advance. You get this statement, you read it, it's it's it. It's only after it's tested in court, he's cross-examined, he's brought through it step by step that you realise how credible it is or not, certainly in advance of... of well, he came along after those charges were he did, brought. He did, he you did. Know, some months after those charges were initially brought. So I don't know whether that makes a difference as regards it, because presumably the decision to take your, you know, and of course, Hutch would have been entitled to free legal aid. He was up on a, a murder charge. He would have been entitled to that in the same way as everybody else's. Well, he's entitled to apply for it, is he? But he still could have been questioned. Think on a murder charge, you're entitled to it. I think mm. everybody's entitled to it. Well, they nearly all get it anyway. On know. a murder charge. Yeah, I don't yeah. think on, on every charge. No. Certainly on that one, you're entitled to your free legal aid. But uh, in getting it, I suppose they would have maybe... Could we suggest they would have had to go through Mr. Hutch's finances and maybe that was one of the reasons why he didn't go for the free legal aid? Quite possibly. You know. Quite um, possibly. 
And I think maybe, I suppose if you were him, you would have seen that as handing the state an opportunity on a plate to go through your earnings and where they'd come from and all the rest of it. That could have taken a long time. Would he maybe have had to give evidence himself? I'm sure he might have. Oh, he absolutely. He would have. Legal aid. Yeah, he'd have yeah. to. Certainly uh, properties abroad and all of that. Would have all had to have been discovered. Would have all had to have been. Uh, exactly. They would have had to, he would have had to declare them all. Yeah, so you can kind of, I suppose, maybe see why that mightn't have been too attractive. Nonetheless, he made the decision to go private, basically. Yeah. So he he took on his own um, legal costs, basically, in his defence. Um, that was at a point, I mean, these his defence team were hired when he was standing trial with Jonathan Dowdall. Yeah. Know, yeah. So. Look, I mean, uh, like I... And at that point, all they had was the tapes. They didn't have Jonathan Dowdall's no, but they, evidence they, as well. They didn't have his evidence. I mean, obviously, whatever evidence they had, the DPP decided it was sufficient. Yeah. Um, and I think Jerry Hutch's defence team in this hearing brought that up, mm-hmm. that, you know, questioning what they ever had to bring this murder trial. But I think the, the court did address that and, and said that um, that, you know... They don't know what was in the thinking of the DPP and they never can know. But that by the time it got to, to court, Jonathan Dowdle's statement was there and that was um that was not assessed before the trial. It had to be assessed in the trial itself. Mm-hmm. So yes, Justice Tara Byrne said the prosecution had been warranted. Yeah. And although he was acquitted, the court found he was involved in serious criminal conduct underlying the charge against him and that he was the patriarchal figure in the Hutch organised crime group. That's basically the reason, the, 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 the kind of the core reason that his application for his uh, legal costs have been denied. Yeah. And of course, she, she said as well that the, the court was asked to, you know, while it was a murder charge, it was it, part of the court's job was to assess the weapons and who controlled them and mm-hmm. what they were being used for and, you know, how that chain of evidence stacked up and therefore they did assess them and that, that stands. Um, so where does he go with this now? Because, I mean, he ain't happy about this. He believes that he is entitled to his legal course, that the state should never have tried him for murder, that they screwed up basically by accusing him of being one of the shooters that he was extradited from Spain, brought back, you know, kept in jail for a year. And then 52 days of this trial, he had to defend himself when all along in his mind and what he believes is that, you know, it was almost um, the state were being opportunistic against him, that if he was an ordinary, another ordinary citizen, they wouldn't have gone to those lengths and wouldn't have attempted to put him on trial for murder uh, with such flimsy evidence, yeah. I mean, I, like where you go from here. I mean, I don't. I can't remember a hearing like this where costs have been laid in this in something equivalent. Mm. There's always an appeal when it comes to the courts. Yeah, that's that's just the fact of it. And ultimately, there would be possible to appeal to the Supreme Court. Um, yeah. So, and in is this going to this is going to continue to cost money though. Well, it could, and that's the risk he's not that going you to take. Get, he's not going to get legal aid now, is he? To no, he's not going to get no, absolutely not. He's not going to get legal aid now to appeal the decision, or is he? No, he definitely wouldn't. And he obviously, if he if he did bring it, say to the Supreme Court, 
he he would get his costs if he wins for yes. the Supreme Court hearing. Supreme Court hearings obviously are tend to be a day or two, but they're solely on points of law, and the points of law um, to be discussed would be, I suppose, the uh, the judgment issued yeah. by the courts regarding the costs. They lay it out quite clearly that it is it was a justified prosecution and that they've made findings of fact which they are asked to do and those findings of fact don't amount to a vindication um, and that he's not entitled they amount to a vindication on the murder charge but not, but not as involvement in crime basically not as. involvement in crime and um, basically what they say is serious criminal con- conduct underlying the charge mm. and that Hutch was a patriarchal figure so that's when you appeal. It was an unusual verdict in one way, wasn't it? That that it did kind of go into those extra. It felt like extra detail at the time. The judgment, I mean, not the verdict. Yeah. The judgment was was kind of like very meaty and. Um, well, it was. It was. You see the equivalent judge uh, judgments, I suppose, in sometimes in appeal courts. Yeah. Where they give, you know, they list out the reasons for the decisions. And I suppose it follows that that example. But what it's really, yeah, what so, but, you know, when you appeal to a higher court, you don't get to replay all of that of stuff. Of course, it's only it'll just, just literally beyond the it'll judgment. It'll narrow in yeah. on that judgment yeah. and narrow in on the legal precedence and then you, you'll be able to argue. And I can't really think of another case like no. a, a hearing like that. So again, it's kind of... So if you were in his position, mm. you would be laying out more money You'd be laying out another... On another gamble, another, Yeah, maybe another couple of hundred thousand. And you'd ultimately. have to work out what you're up against because you're up against... Uh, you're up against the, the judicial system here, really. You're know, up against the judicial system who've made like a kind of a few clear kind of findings. Um, and, you know, I mean, just like we don't know how much uh, 500,000, you know, that's an estimate... We've no real idea about Jerry Hutch's worth. No, we don't. We, we can, don't we can estimate. I mean, it's est- any number of estimates you hear. Yeah, because look, I mean, while I mean, five hundred thousand to me to try and come up with it would be absolutely life changing, totally and utterly. And you know, I would I think if I was in the position, I'd have to keep going and, yeah. and hope to win at some yeah. point because I, you know. Yeah. But if you're somebody who maybe has or can put their hand on that and yeah. and do it, would you think? Um, do you know what? I walk away. I walked away on April seventeenth. Yeah, that was the hand of luck was on me. Really, well, it could have gone another way. It, it could have gone, gone the other way. way, and it could have gone such a bad way. And that you know that what is your 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 freedom is worth more than any financial figure could be put on it. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And that was a win. And I mean, it was. It's so unusual for somebody to get a win in the special criminal yeah. court that to go back a second time now looking for the the money might have been. Just that win too much, too far. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean. So, I don't know. Trying to trying to work it out, but I suppose he could also possibly issue civil proceedings against the state. Could he? I don't think so. I mean, I really don't think so. I mean, that would mean that everybody who's found not guilty of a charge can bring civil proceedings. I mean, yeah. the state is entitled to bring unsuccessful criminal charges yes. against an individual. It has to be able to do that. Yeah. It uh, does. 100%. And like, I mean, he, he's slightly, if he didn't want to go for the free legal aid in the first place, because maybe he didn't want to have to answer sorry. questions as to his uh, finances, he couldn't claim that he was at a loss of X amount 
over no. the year he was in prison waiting for this or that his, you know, his earning capabilities have been, uh, you know, destroyed because uh, of a decision by the state to bring these charges against him or erroneously or whatever, because he'd also he's then back to that position that he has to, you know, unveil all his finances. So he's a bit goose that way. It's a little bit like checkmate this, I think. Yeah. And of course, the state have to like the state have to be able to bring charges that don't yeah. always succeed. Other than that, you know, you'd have to be guarantee somebody is guilty before you bring any criminal action against them. Yeah. And that's that goes the same for people who spend time. I mean, obviously, Jared Hutch spent 18 months, was it, on remand in prison? Yeah, he was certainly, yeah, he was Something, over a year anyway. Yeah, over a year, right? So he, he can't uh, sue for that either. Yeah. That loss of time and loss of freedom because, again, um, you know, it has to be something that the state can do. Mm-hmm. Other than that, you know, the, the people who do end up suing the state, I think, are miscarriage of justice cases yes. and things like that. That is not what he, he hasn't, there isn't a miscarriage of justice mm-hmm. case here. This is somebody being found not guilty. They haven't hidden evidence. No, no, it hasn't been overturned on the basis. I mean, and it can be, a, it's a formal thing, isn't it? A miscarriage of justice. Yeah. You can, some people have got it over time in, in the Irish courts, but this is not way, the case. In a way, like Jerry Hutch was really goddamn lucky that yeah. the state didn't take didn't bring other charges against him. And I mean, I think the judgment particularly sort of suggested that, that had there been other charges there, had there been firearms charges, possibly had there been directing a criminal organisation, you know, had there been conspiracy to murder or that those other charges around, you know, um, the, the, the joint enterprise sort of. Though his, though, yeah, though his defence did argue against that and say, you know, he's faced the charge he faced. Oh, no, that's what I mean. Yeah, but I'm yeah. just saying he's quite lucky in one way that they didn't put other charges yeah. against him. Yeah. Because clearly the judges were saying that the reason he was not guilty was because the charge was so specific that he was the shooter. Yeah. You know, had there been other things there for them to consider? Yeah, exactly. I mean, they, they more or less said walking. it really yeah. unusually. But of course... And, I think if I was Jerry Hutch, I would just... Pay yeah. or suck it up, maybe. And the other thing sometimes with people who appeal and appeal, what happens is they have no money anyway. Yeah. So they just keep appealing because they know... That's what I would do, you see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. see, if you have no money... You'd have to pretend to the solicitors, no, no, I've lo- no, no, I'll pay you, I'll absolutely pay you, but then hope to God that they but can... But also, grow. like, you know, they they can just keep appealing. They know money, so yeah. even if they lose and they have, somebody has gets a, a million euro judgment against them, if you don't have anything, they can't take anything off you. Yeah. Right? But Jared Hutch obviously owns property in this country. Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly how much he owns, but if he keeps appealing, uh-huh. they can get a judgment and seize, yes. for example, assets, you know? And sometimes you see the people who just keep appealing they know it, it really frustrates the state because the state, no, it doesn't matter whether they win or lose. Mm-hmm. We're never going to get mo- any money out of them anyway. Mm-hmm. They have nothing. And so they can just keep appealing themselves. And sometimes you get this civil uh, litigants, the lay litigants, they just keep going because it, they can rack up whatever costs they want for the state. Nothing is ever going to happen. And Jerry Hutch is just not in that position. Yeah. Um, interestingly, in the, the Sean Galland for the, the DPP, he said, he argued that the cost issue comes down to judicial discretion in relation to the facts and circumstances of the case. Um, now, that's obviously, exactly. well, he means that judges get to decide 
So he's effectively saying that that is the legal position. Certainly that's what the state is saying, the legal position. It's at the judge's discretion. Mm. So what legal points would Jerry Hutch appeal on that basis? Um, like the, it's Because it's at their discretion, it's effectively saying their opinion is final. Is what matters. Is what matters, yeah. Yeah, is what matters. And then there's not necessarily these kind of, tech, there may well be technical legal precedents or whatever. Um, but, you know, in this case, at least the state is saying that the judges decide and that's that. Yeah, yeah. So look, interesting. And he's he remains uh, abroad. He remains abroad. I mean, it's it's... As just, I think it's just, I mean, you're that long. I mean, we, maybe he's just enjoying a bit of sunshine. Yeah, I, I mean, it's kind of ironic, isn't it? Like he's possibly over in sunny Spain. And yeah. as he's in sunny Spain, Liam Byrne I know. is also in sunny Spain in, in going, going the other way. I mean, yeah, going on. the other way. I yeah, mean, it's funny, like, because it always seems to be like that. Yeah. And, do you know, when you consider the whole thing, that happened. Yeah. I mean, you know, the split yeah. in the first place in the cartel at a level that was under Jerry Hutch. I don't believe he'd anything to do with the Kinnahans. Yeah. I honestly don't believe he'd anything to do with the Kinnahans. The Kinnahan organised crime group that existed in Spain, his nephew did. Yeah. But I don't think he had. No. And, you know, then he's drawn in, this feud erupts. The balance of power sits firmly with the Kinahan organisation for a long, long time. And the few loyalists who remain on the Hutch side do so, you know. Through, through family ties and things like that, like yeah. rather than, you know, they seem such a small and, and unsubstantial organisation relative to the Kinahans at that point. Completely. You know? I mean, I think an awful lot of people... Um, went with the Premier League team yeah. not believing that you yeah. know there was there was ever going to be a revitalised Hutch crew and yeah. you know I think there was a lot of disloyalty there I'd say I'd say, you, I'd say if you were in the position you'd have got a real view of who were your friends Oh you know, absolutely one of those situations and, like And you know if you see some of the the things people saying on social media about certain members of the Kinnan cartel based in North Dublin and they'd say, oh, sure, Eddie, you know, Eddie Hutch used to feed you as a kid and, you know, you were in and out of his house growing up. And that would have been the case, surely, because yeah. some of those guys who, who remain loyal to Daniel Kinnan today would have been literally childhood friends with Gary Hutch. I mean, from, exactly. from and the they year dot. Exactly, and they would have dot, grown up with them. And they would have grown up with the Hutches, not, the, yeah. not so much the Kinnahans, you know. Yeah, and I mean, the information that was passed to the Kinnahans for money. Yeah. And plenty of it we can't discuss. Yeah. Unfortunately, we know of a lot of information that was passed on to the Kinnahans that we'd love to discuss, but we just can't. Um, and they would have been from people who would have been, you know, sort of looking as if they were loyal to the Hutch faction, but actually they took the blood money. A hundred percent. So, I mean, it would have been, you know, it's been an incredible thing. And then, like everything in the underworld, all of a sudden... Yeah. Power balance has shifted. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. And now you have a position where the Kinnahans, certainly in this country, are the complete underdogs. Yeah. Where they're sitting globally. A lot of talk about Iran. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, actually, I was just, um, you know, there seems to be questions at this stage. Are they actually there? Yeah. 
are they actually there? Are they still in Dubai? Everybody's relying on the information coming from the United Arab Emirates. You know, people wondering why Daniel Kinahan still remains at large. I would think the bigger question is why Sean McGovern yeah. remains at large. Yeah. We don't know for a fact yet that there's a charge for Daniel Kinahan. We know there's certainly uh, that he's wanted here yeah. and there's files being prepared and the Americans want him. We can see that on a poster. But there is an actual warrant for the arrest of Sean McGovern and we're more than a year on and the Dubai police, the United Arab Emirates, haven't seen fit to lift him and send him back. Exactly, and it's not a complex charge, is it? He's facing, no. he's facing a, a, he's murder, facing a murder, charge murder charge and a murder. Like sometimes the, the the issues arise in extraditions between different countries. If it's some sort of directing a criminal gang, and there might not be an equivalent charge in in the country in which people are based, and that can cause all these complications. But murder is is murder, and murder, a, is murder. A murder charge. The warrant there, he's wanted. He's wanted before the special criminal court. And you can only imagine that the reason they're not moving against Sean McGovern is because of the. Uh, the the depth of links that the Kinnahans have in the Gulf state. The connections they have. The connections I mean, absolutely. The, the defence that comes from that. Also, whatever about some of the guys who end up in Dubai that are not uh, maybe forward thinking, but you have to think Christy Senior, a man like that, must have planned at least 10 or 12 yeah, escape routes mm. at this stage. Um would he just be sitting there passively waiting for the knock to come? I don't know. Uh, but there's... Now, but that's the that's the position they're in one way or another. I mean, we spoke, we did our a podcast there a couple of episodes ago about Iran and about Kish Island and how it really is one of the last ports yeah. for them to be, to remain safe, a tiny little island like that. Um, yeah. So they're not... Okay, they're still free for the moment. Yeah. But they're not in a powerful position. No. Like the the balance of power is completely shifted. Yeah. To and to whatever whoever, shall we say, is involved in that Hutch organized crime group, whoever's out and about, I know they have been in the past very chaotic, etc. But there is definitely they're in a better position now than they ever were before. Um so it's just interesting the way that can happen. Of course, so and to see, and yeah, to see Liam Byrne being carted off in his flip flops, you know, all these years on from, mm. you know, if we look at the, the Regency Hotel in the aftermath of that murder, there was talk of Liam Byrne is going to be a target, and obviously the cab case has happened, but, you know, really it's seven years, is it, at this yeah, point, and yeah. then justice finally catches up and that's and he's at the beginning of that road he's now at the beginning of that and road. the Enkrochat evidence has proved time and again actually we're going to talk about that yeah uh, for a separate pod about the Enkrochat cases that are there and you know what evidence there is on Liam Byrne how that that case will be conducted but I mean it has proved time and again to be banged to rights Yes. The EncroChat, an awful lot of the EncroChat victims have shown up, pleaded guilty because they just know they're gone. Like the, the evidence is, unlike the case against Jerry Hutch, the evidence is actually there on the EncroChat. Yeah. It's physical. However, there's still another swings and roundabouts for the Hutch organised crime group. The idea that, you know, maybe Jerry Hutch and maybe for him in, per, in particular and personally, he might pay his money and head off into the sunset but there are still serious 
criminal investigations going on into the into the what the Dutch organised crime group, and they're, that may swing again, yeah, out of their favour, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it just shows you that the state has a long patience, doesn't it? Yeah. To go after people, and I know we always talk about guard of resources and other resources. The state maybe doesn't have endless resources, but relative to criminal organisations, it really does, and it can chip and chip and chip away. Mm-hmm. And uh, who knows what the future will bring? Yeah, they you always know? say that the uh, the criminals have to be lucky all the time, isn't that it? They have to be lucky all the time, yeah. exactly. So anyway, our advice to um, Mr. Hutch, wherever he is out there, enjoying the sun uh, and his freedom, is yeah. maybe. Yeah, man. Maybe you'd quit enjoy. While you're ahead. Maybe quit while you're ahead, and so you know, five hundred thousand if you can, <laughs> if you have it. Yeah, if you have it in your back pocket. Just maybe, I think, pay it and walk away. And uh, sometimes we have to count our blessings. Sometimes we do. Thank you, Nan. Thanks, Nicola. You've been listening to Crime World, a podcast from SundayWorld.com. Produced by Ian Mullaney and edited by me, Nicola Talent. Research assistant is Claude Amini. If you like this show and love true crime, leave us a review. Or why not download the free sundayworld.com app for lots more stories from Ireland and across the globe. Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro? Take The Sunday World, your daily dose of what's going on. Do not consume The Sunday World if you're involved in a drug cartel, you're a politician with something to hide, or you've appeared on a reality TV show and care about others' opinions. Consume The Sunday World responsibly. Always read the stories, gossip, and commentary.